Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. <laughs> Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week, we'll be hearing interviews and some fine original songs from two great young musicians from Colorado, Lizzie Plotkin and Natalie Spears, recorded right here at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. We'll find time as well for a visit with the fascinating Mark Jones, the keeper of the vault, and author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage discusses the metaphysical aspect of hearing loss. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. When Lizzie Plotkin and Natalie Spears tear into a song, the first thing you notice is that they're a perfect musical match. Their original compositions and reverent interpretations of old-time and bluegrass standards draw from a rich history of listening and learning from the great American music of the past. Let's start this show off with a good old bluegrass tune. I'm out here on earth, love, and I'll come to you when I 
The last one of the songs you were doing there in the sound check. I'm sorry if I got the title wrong. Something about I'll see you when I die. What oh, was that's it? a Bill Monroe. Oh, tune. that's a Bill Monroe. We oh, sang. I didn't even know. <laughs> yes, that was a, yeah. That was not an original. That was Peter yeah. Rowan and Bill Monroe. Walls of Time, <laughs> a bluegrass tune that we definitely play in our own way. So it probably. <laughs> wow, it was so cool. So, well, I was just going to ask you about the banjo riff. Yeah. I mean, that has nothing to do with the original song um, or no? It plays off of it. It definitely plays off of the melody, but the original song is much more major. Um, and I just interpreted, That's to a interpreted it. Really in cool riff. Way. Yeah. It was, it was fun to explore on the banjo. So it's fun. It's, you know, I started playing banjo maybe four or five years ago, and I don't think about notes or theory at all. Whereas on the piano, it's like I think about my notes and my scales, and banjo is all feel. Go by the flow. Yeah, and the rhythm and the groove. Ocean, desert, jungle, and sea. Don't go far, come back to me. Back to the place where we started, where you kissed my broken heart. Carry me with you now. Carry me with you now. Carry me with you now. Carry me with you for all time We got the plane back from Nebraska Out from the desert we did fly Long years of rising pocket full of memories Carry me with you for all time Carry me with you now Carry me with you now Carry me with you now Carry me with you for all time i 
here. Take my hand back to reality. Carry me with you for all time. Carry me with you now. Carry me with you now. Carry me with you now. Carry me with you for all time. Back to the bears, back to the sea. Back to you and back to me. Back to the bears, back to the sea. Back to you and back to me. Carry me with you now. Carry me with you now. Carry me with you now. Had sort both of... gone to Victor Wooten's um, music camp. Uh, okay. He wrote yeah. this book called The Music Lesson, and he was Victor was playing in Colorado, and so I went to go see him. And Lizzie was there, and someone had you know suggested yeah. that we play. And Lizzie had yeah, a band like, at the time, and yeah, I had I just started a band called Free the Honey, and it was a lady trio, and um, we didn't have a bass player, and so someone was like, "You got to talk to Natalie." And so we we both had our instruments somehow we you know yeah and um, we jammed in the auditorium after Victor played and and connected and really felt like there was a kindred spirit between us and um, did you start singing harmony right away? No, they kind of had their like lady trio three part harmony stuff down, and so I was and I hadn't really been singing at that point yet and so they were that was kind of the core of it and I played with them for a year and then I I wanted to go finish my degree so I did that and free the honey continued and then thing people went in different directions and then Lizzie and I started playing I think three years ago mm-hmm. yeah
One funny story that starts when I'm in seventh grade and I was in a rendition of Pirates of Penzance and they gave me a part that particularly had a low range and um, and I, I just really enjoyed it and sang on stage and I'd always been playing fiddle on stage and singing a lot. Um, I grew up Jewish and so I sang a lot in synagogue and, you know, kind of had these tones in my voice that I wasn't really sure where they fit. And then I did that. And then I really didn't start singing and really enjoying singing again until uh, maybe when I was like 19 or 21, something around then. And I started writing songs and just came out again. I was like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, singing in harmony with people in Colorado kind of helped me find that joy again.
That's Lizzie Plotkin and Natalie Spears singing one of Natalie's original songs, Through the Window. They started that set with a song written by Bill Monroe and Peter Rowan, Walls of Time, following that with three of their original songs, Carry Me With You, Seasons Change, and Through the Window. When we come back after this break, let's head down to the vault and see what Mark Jones has for us this week. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. As you know, every week at this time, I take a trip down to the vault to visit my buddy Mark Jones. Let's head down there right now. Is that you, Dave, coming in that uh, door? Yeah. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good, Dave. How about you? Well, I'm pretty good. We need to get you a broom down here, man. You got some sweeping to do. Well, I don't. It kind of looks like a chicken coop around here, don't it? (laughs) Chickens, yeah. You know, I've been thinking about chickens. Things are going pretty good out on my farm. You know, we've got chickens. We've had chickens for years and years, and uh, we had a lot of chickens. We had all the chickens we needed, and then they decided to start setting. We've had three hens set. All three of them hatched out a bunch of chicks, and now there's chickens everywhere. We're inundated with chickens at our place. A lot of chickens. A lot of chickens. Too many. Well, you know, that reminds me. The other day, I run across a tune that my dear friend Frank Ellis did down here, and uh, we were playing one evening, and I asked him if he knew anything about chickens. He said, yeah, this is all I know. And played that tune, and we went out and did it on stage, and they recorded it that evening. And, boy, it's something to hear old Frank Ellis playing Chicken Reel. The Chicken Reel. Let's hear it.
Ah, that Frank's a good fiddle player, isn't he? He is. Got a he, good style with the bow. He's still around too. I hear he's up around where? Right Hardy now, he, I think he's living in Harrison. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I know he for years he had the music store here in Mountain View. Yeah, I I worked for Frank for one year there in the music store. Really? I sure okay, did. And that had was a you, lot of fun. And that was you playing the banjo? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys sounded good together. Well, we enjoyed doing it. Well, Mark, I'm going to head back upstairs. Good to see you. I'll see you next week. All right. One thing I really like about the music of this week's featured guests, Lizzie Plotkin and Natalie Spears, is how they lend an old-time sound to their original songs. The driving rhythm of Natalie's clawhammer banjo is perfectly matched by Lizzie's great fiddling. Let's listen to some more of their music. See my candy darling, do I love 
what about you, Natalie? How how did you discover your voice? Um, it's been more recently in my life. I grew up, you know, singing as a kid for fun, and my dad was a jazz pianist, and there was always like Ella Fitzgerald and jazz playing in the house, so that was kind of in my ears. I was going to say you're absorbing that subconsciously. Yeah, I feel like both my dad and Lizzie's dad was also a, a he was a jazz fiddle player. Well, played a lot of stuff, but um. Yeah, so I grew up listening to that, and I really was kind of afraid of my voice, honestly, until, like, I quit music in high school and or, and started playing again in 2012 um, and started, like, forcing myself to go to open mics and sing and kind of push that edge that I had been experiencing for a long time, but I knew I wanted to push. So it's really been more recently, and then I started venturing into songwriting, and yeah, it's been really fun to sing with Lizzie and work on our harmony singing and... Um, yeah, you guys sound great together. Thank, thank you. you. I really, really do. It's impressive. When I think about you, honey, it makes me sing. My legs go weak when you say that thing. Oh, baby, I got you on my Like a slice of pie, oh baby, I got you on my mind. I got the blind love blues and I got it bad this time. Well, you left me in a sweet space the other night. Cause you kissed me and you held me and you loved me right. Crossed my fingers hoping that my good ain't wrong. Cause I don't want to write more sad love songs. Now 
Start with you, Lizzie. What's where was home base for you prior to that? Um, I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. So I was born and raised in Nashville um, till I was 18, and then I went to school in Michigan in Ann Arbor, and enjoyed that. Um, but then found Colorado um, after college, and that's a, not an uncommon story. Yeah, yeah. I think I just followed the flow, and um, but love calling Tennessee home and you know, really understanding how lucky I am to have grown up in Nashville and just without really having to try very hard, absorbed a lot of music and uh, was exposed to, you know, some of the best musicians just as a child. Like we went to see Itzhak Perlman, like as a group in my school, you know, and just got to play with the Nashville Symphony and, you know, grew up with Mark O'Connor's son and, you know, just like things like that, where you just, it's just, I just feel very lucky to have um, been in Nashville as a kid. She had a daddy's thigh And the pillet on the pillow amongst the wine bottle and the cheese I took a Polaroid picture of her so naughty in a slip Just when I thought I couldn't get no better than it did Just when you think it can't get no better than it does It's always so much better than it She packed the lunch, brought the wine, 
another John Hartford song. It was his original called Joseph's Dream. I cannot detect one iota of a southern accent. <laughs> well, my family is not from Nashville. Okay. You know, my, we're, you know, Jewish immigrants that were in the Midwest and Pittsburgh and then found their way to Nashville kind of because of my dad, because of music. Um, he was from Pittsburgh and he was a musician, a professional musician. And then my mom um, from Detroit. So, you know, I didn't grow up around the, my immediate family is not Southern. <laughs> See, now I grew up in Cincinnati, but people's, if I go out of the South, people think I have a Southern accent. Cause it's weaseled its way. And in. I'll work a y'all in or, you know, cha <laughs> yeah. change the all. When you I'm know, around it, it comes out more like that, but I love the South and, and love calling it home. And, um, have had fun singing country-esque music to let my voice just be as comfortable as possible. And sometimes I'll have more of a drawl than <laughs> others. <laughs> Some more good tunes from Lizzie Plotkin and Natalie Spears. That first one was a Ralph Stanley song, Rocky Island. Next we heard an original, Blind Love Blues, followed by Joseph's Dream, which was written by the great John Hartford. And finally, a classic traditional old-time fiddle tune, Gray Eagle. 
Let's take another short break. When we come back, guest host Charlie Sandage will pontificate on the finer points of hearing loss. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Our friend Charlie Sandage has worn a lot of hats. Songwriter, debate coach, history teacher, television producer. Here's Charlie. You know you're getting older when you start to worry about hearing loss. That's happening to me. Some words are indistinct lately, especially when there's background noise. But I've been worried for a while now about another kind of hearing loss, And it also has to do with background noise. Some sounds we used to hear, we just don't hear much these days, or more especially, these nights. We're inside at night most all the time. We aren't out on the porch at evening time. And once darkness falls, we're inside with our air conditioning or our heat and our TV. If you're more discriminating than the average person, you may be listening to your favorite music or just reading but closed up there, inside your house, and insulated from all but human-made sounds. You miss the Whippoorwill's evening concert. A dog is trailing a fox across the next ridge, but you didn't hear that song either. A screech owl would have to bring his performance to your windowsill for you to notice. And smaller, more distant creatures. Our little ones among the leaves in your yard, when did you last hear them? A big cat scream, you know, a cat like we're told we don't have around these parts anymore, might stir your dogs up, and that'd make such a racket you'd have to go out and see about them. But you would have missed the chilling thrill of that indescribable cry. It's no different, really, in the daytime. We're rushing around in cars with the windows up and the radio on, so we still can't hear anything that isn't man-made. Or we're sitting in some office or browsing in some store once again, in an insulated envelope. Even we rural folks tend to be behind a tiller or on a tractor or some monster machine, maybe with earphones trailing to some device. If you live in town, you'll never hear a small wind rising, maybe one with the smell of a needed rain on it, or the absence of a wind. That's something you can hear, and it can sometimes tell you a lot that you really ought to hear. I've heard tornado noise, and of course, nearby freight trains. The biggest sound I ever heard was inside a big breaking wave off a beach on Oahu. The most magical sound I remember was snow falling when I stood still one night on a mountain back road. We humans can make beautiful music and other sounds that are charming, 
but we and the generations who come after us may be steadily isolating ourselves from the most compelling sounds of all, the voices of our home place, the planet Earth. It would be worth doing, just turning off that TV and sitting outside for a while tonight, or even driving away from town if need be, to some still place to just listen. Sometimes, when all is right, you can hear your own heart. Thanks, Charlie. Our musical guests this week, Lizzie Plotkin and Natalie Spears, have a real knack for writing evocative songs that tell great stories. Let's close out this week's show with three of their original songs.
Jack keeps us all in line. Tennessee. And what about you? Where was uh, home for you prior to Colorado? I grew up in the heart of Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So we can get into those political <laughs> discussions. Oh, boy. People <laughs> don't kidding. pick up my phone number because it's from D.C. And they, you know, well, like, they see the 202 They see area. the 202 and they're like, uh-uh. It's a pollster or yeah. something. <laughs> it's just... But it's, it, I don't know, it's part of my life. So. But you had music in your family, too? Yeah, my dad, like I said, was a jazz pianist. Tell me about that. What was, I mean, was he a working musician, a hobbyist? He was a hobbyist. He was a forester. Um, that was his career. But his mother, he was from England. His mom was a music teacher, and my dad grew up in England. So um, he had an accent? So he British had an accent, accent yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't have any of that either. No, it just it comes out every once in a while. I've got really? these sort of like alter egos that like. Oh, that's real fun. <laughs> we both kind of so you have alter you ha- you can do it when you want to. Yeah. Anyway, so you were your dad. Yeah. So he was a jazz pianist and um, an incredibly creative human being. Baby child and mother born The warmth inside my bed When searching for a lover's charm A father's face in mine Got to clear this reflection Before I told the lie And we pray for forgiveness Reason we all play this game. 
take the moon and stars above the place I'm in your heart. You are better off of living broken apart. Got your question. <laughs> well, you just you had music in your family. Yeah, I just had music in my life, and he was always so supportive. He had me playing piano when I was five. So, do you have like a grand piano in the house? We do have a grand wow. piano in the house, and that has been such a gift to play on. Um, I got to grow up listening to that. And now, how uh, does that not work its way into what you're doing? You I mean, know, it's I, funny. Like, I, it does actually. We just can't travel I'm with a grand piano. So. so, I imagine though, you probably write a lot on a piano. You know, it's funny. I have been kind of exploring writing on different instruments and the stuff that comes out on piano is always like a lot more uh, moody. (laughs) (laughs) Like I feel like I can express myself in different ways on each of these different instruments. Banjo feels pretty light um, and bass is kind of like my funky, playful instrument and piano tends to be my more like moody stuff. So I'm just in my own experience as a songwriter right now, just kind of looking at all these different pieces and seeing how they weave together and how I can sort of sew those, uh, what are they, like little worlds together a little bit more.
I want to be turned to sod and things Don't pick me up, I want to be gone Lost in the sea of notes gone wrong with your beer. Colorado musical duo Lizzie Plotkin and Natalie Spears playing three nice original songs. They started this last set with Tennessee, then followed with Loving Arm and Sweet Song in the Tall Grass. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. You can hear all of our past shows, all 150 of them, at SoundCloud slash Ozark Highlands Radio. That should keep you busy until next week's show. This is your host, Dave Smith. Stay safe, everybody. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. 